From WOUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Caleb McCleskey. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you news stories from Southeast Ohio. This week on The Outlet, building community at the Athens Mall through table tennis. As soon as I came here, I knew I had to do the same thing here. It's so incredibly enriching for the community and for people, and also for my own life. And an archaeologist from Athens makes a once-in-a-lifetime discovery that challenges the way we think about our ancestors. I kind of felt like a kid again. I really did. These stories and more, right here on The Outlet. If you've been to the Athens Mall lately, you might have noticed and heard a new tenant. Outlet reporter Morgan Anderson has more on the Athens native serving up fun for the community. Inside the Athens Mall, these sounds of a furious battle fill the air. Welcome to Hot Shot Table Tennis. A place where anyone and everyone can come together, bonded by the game of ping pong. And for players like Pranay Byridi, it's a great time. Usually, uh, you know, my schedule was to go back home and, you know, sit in front of a laptop. But uh, coming out and getting exercise and playing what I love is a lot of fun. So I think I'm going to make this a habit. Pranay is Hotshot's first league champ since the club has opened in Athens. A graduate student at Ohio University, he went to high school in India where he would play in intramural tournaments with his friends. He said Hotshot has given him a chance to get back in the groove. I was surprised that I still had some of it. Um, you know, obviously not good enough to beat Galen. Galen is Galen Mullins, the 37-year-old founder of Hotshot Table Tennis. While Mullins brought his passion project in the mall only five months ago, it's actually been a five-year labor of love. It all started when he lived in New York as a way to provide an inexpensive activity for himself and his community. When he moved back to Athens nine months ago, starting up a hotshot location was a no-brainer. As soon as I came here, I knew I had to do the same thing here. It's so incredibly enriching for the community and for people, and also for my own life. Galen founded Hotshot on two guiding principles. One, to help humanity through building community, and two, to promote individual growth, both of which Galen believes can be done through the sport of table tennis. It's like chess, like there's lots of ways to approach the sport and that by itself makes it really valuable for um, even like people who have mobility issues like old people playing young people, it's egalitarian. Poor people playing rich people, different cultures, different um, age groups, different genders. It's beautiful, it's a beautiful sport, right? So I believe in it. I believe in its ability to help individuals and help communities, like uniquely, you know. So I want to spread, like, the love of the sport. From coaching to competitions, Galen does all of this for free. He only suggests a walk-in donation of $2 if attendees are able. Serving ping pong balls and his community, Galen Mullins works to connect people one match at a time. It's sort of like the manifestation of a dream. Like, I love seeing these tables here. Reporting for The Outlet, I'm Morgan Anderson in Athens. Jackson County Health Department is handing out free naloxone kits for community members in need. Outlet reporter Reese Thompson talks to the family running the harm reduction program and how the cause is personal to them. 
at the Jackson County Health Department, helping those in need is a family affair. Stacy Mercer, her daughter Kara, and son Ethan are all nurses at the health department. In Kara's short time here, she learned helping others on their road to recovery is her passion. It's, it's been a great, I've only been here a year, but I've really enjoyed it. Stacy and Kara run the department's harm reduction program, providing needle exchange and free doses of the overdose reversal drug, naloxone. Stacy says if people want to do drugs, nothing stops them. Overdoses happen more frequently, but it still does not stop people from using drugs. The work to help those battling substance use disorders is personal for the Mercer family after Kara and Ethan's brother overdosed about 20 years ago. When he overdosed and we about lost him, that, that really brought to light how serious it was with his problem. It's something I never expected. What saved his life? Naloxone. At the time, it was only carried by paramedics, but with the opioid crisis touching so many communities, many counties like Jackson are making it more accessible. In the past four years, the county has gone from giving out four to eight kits to over 1,100 kits this past year. Naloxone is a good thing and a life-saving drug. While the drug is a temporary solution, it's the relationships built by those working in the harm reduction clinic that can offer a long-term solution simply by being an open ear. Every time you talk to them, you're planting a seed that they will grow and find their own recovery. Kara says by seeing positive progress in a patient's journey to recovery means the world to her. <laughs> it makes me feel great. Like when they tell me, I'm like, we're cheering for them and like, well, we haven't seen that person this week. Where are they at? Well, they're in recovery. Ethan says seeing how his mother has touched lives of people struggling is an example of what their family is all about. People that want to tell her how good they're doing or how they're changing their lives, it's like really inspiring. One family touched by opioids, helping others who have too. Reporting for the outlet, I'm Reese Thompson in Jackson County. An Ohio University grad student is celebrating a historical archaeological discovery. Outlet reporter Connor Woodruff reports archaeologist David Lamp found an artifact that may change how we see our ancestors from 13,000 years ago. Uh, right around this corner. We're pretty close. Archaeologist David Lamp is taking us on a walk in a southeast Ohio cornfield to look for mastodon bones, which are different from the prehistoric elephant-like animal you might be thinking of. In America, we basically had uh, mammoths and mastodons. Uh, mammoths were a little bigger. According to David and other anthropologists, Ohio is a significant region for the study of our history, as it holds some of the oldest known clues to our past in North America. After walking down this path for about a mile, we dip down into a creek. An archaeologist of 15 years, David is following a 100-year-old lead. According to a magazine published in the early 20th century, somebody once found a whole mastodon tusk down this stream. He takes a tiny shovel and picks away at an eroded wall of rock and mud. That darker soil is from when the water was a lot more still. But today, no luck. Sadly, I don't see any mastodon bones poking out today. David has been lucky before. Two weeks ago, he dug up what Ohio University believes is an arrowhead dating back 13,000 years. 
I kind of felt like a kid again. I really did. Archaeology isn't just field work. David has a lab full of thousands of tiny pieces of bone and other special artifacts. Though it's just a part of an arrowhead, it presents several questions about the earliest settlers of Ohio. For one, it was found in a rock shelter, something of an anomaly for this era. There wasn't really any expectation that we were going to find anything this early because typically those people really avoided rock shelters, burnt bones, maybe charcoal. That's what you find in rock shelters, but not this. To find something here in this location, another question. What were the settlers doing there? But it's it's kind of early days yet, so we're, we're just trying to figure it out. David is enjoying his discovery, but says it's important to acknowledge that not every day can bring huge discoveries. Sometimes not finding something can be a win too. There are a lot of days where you're not finding anything, but that's data too. You, you know where they weren't then. For The Outlet, I'm Connor Woodruff in Athens. That's all we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us. The Outlet is produced each week by me, Caleb McCleskey. We're edited by Teach Baidia, Aaron Payne, and David Forrester. Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Enjoy our show? Tell a friend to give us a listen. They can subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud or Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts, or find us online at woub.org. They can follow us on Twitter at Outlet underscore W-O-U-B and Instagram at Newswatch underscore W-O-U-B. We'll be back next week with more stories from Southeast Ohio.